the most wishy-washy director, in my opinion, that exists right now, it's Ridley Scott. Because he can do good things, but he also fucking sucks. You just, you're just, you just got a hate boner for creationism. And yeah, I fucking loved Prometheus. I did too. No. I really, like, my wife loves it. I loved it. Alien Covenant was okay. It was still no. fun to watch. Are we gonna do the topic I mentioned, Dalton? Yes. Which one? The one about gamers being spoiled. Yes, yeah, absolutely. We can do that. We could also talk about gamers are spoiled, Ben. And then we can talk about uh, how shortcuts can both be good and bad things. Yep. Nature versus nurture. Yes. Because we never got to talk about that. We talked about talking about it, but we never have. See, I told Dalton about that. He didn't believe me. <laughs> he didn't believe me either. Yeah, but he, we all he, saw it. We thought about talking about talking about it, thinking about it. So we didn't. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Memento Morons, where Ben just gives us more and more reasons why we can no longer trust him with our sanities. Bitch! You know exactly what I mean. Anyway, today we're at episode 59 and it is Friday, Friday, Friday. So, grab your favorite drinks, or, you know what, just grab whatever, grab whatever. That'll Grab your nuts. I'm gonna grab my dick, yeah, I'm already on it. Yep, that's that. I mean, if it makes you happy, grab it. They can double click because porn, porn, porn. <laughs> anyway, so today we've got the usual four. Nothing crazy going on today. We've got dipshit fuckwit, uh, spoiled gamer Ben. What the fuck makes me a spoiled gamer? <laughs> we'll get to that later. Then we have uh, Jar Jar Matt. Misa called Master Brindia. Misa like a smoker weed. getting murder. You could take my job, Matt, good lord. I'm gonna take your asshole! What? That, well, you almost did. Ooh. Anyway, and then we've got Dalton, and so I don't know if we didn't mention this last podcast. I really can't remember if we did, but, uh, Dalton, you're no longer dying. Yeah, we did mention it. I don't have COPD. Okay, okay I apologize. Maybe I just like telling people that. I mean, I'm, I'm always dying. I no, mean, you're not. We're all dying. No, you're dying. You're dying. You're literally slowly. living you're... until you are actually dying. You Thank live you, up Matt. until that moment. See, how is Matt the most wholesome person today? Like, what's going on? Very <laughs> tired. And allergies have been kicking my absolute ass all fucking okay. day. Matt, we need to balance this out. Send me something cannibal corpse related on Spotify so I can like be ruined again. Okay. He'll just ruin you. Like, you ruin that I'll send you. I can send no. you like. They, they have at least three solid good songs for normal people. No, I'll be yeah. honest. I was listening to Slayer today. I think I listened to Hella Waits. I have, to ease, okay I have to ease myself into Slayer because their lyrics go fucking crazy. It's, that's just thrash. Like, I, I like thrash, but I'm not the biggest fan of it. With death metal, you get some sweet-ass grooves, but that's beside the point. Continue. I mean, I've been listening to Deathcore with Slaughter to Prevail, but... Okay, anyway. 
And I'm here, uh, the guy who is the guy. He's the guy, my number one guy right here. Yeah. Oddly enough, it's not Dalton's dad, whose name is Guy. <laughs> I call him Guy, and he piss, gets pissed off when I do it, because it's French. Like, yo, what's up, Guy? And he's like, fuck it's off, Dalton. <laughs> Mr. Guy. I am oh. growing up to look just like a year. Peter <laughs> <Wait, Tapper>. wait. <laughs> I am twice the man he is, because I'm twice the size he is. Anyway, uh, let's go on to the topics we got for today, and each of them are a little bit something different. But the first up we got is the allure of shock media. Basically anything that is incredibly shocking to watch, for one example being Cannibal Holocaust. Please watch at your own discretion, or prep, you know what I mean. At your discretion, just watch it. It's yeah, good also, watch it. We could also say hereditary, because I mean... Absolutely, well yeah. Name I mean, doesn't really tell you what you're getting into. It's just hereditary, that's it. it that's true. It, there's, there's the shock to like, I don't know what this movie's about, and then you get shocking scenes. I think I'm kind of thinking only... more like exploitation kind of shit. No, yeah, we'll get, we'll do that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's your you time for leading it, but anyway, uh, we also got nature versus nurture, which is a topic I wanted to cover, but we never did. I really don't know why. But that's basically just. The... Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's because we had other ideas constantly running it over. <laughs> Very true. We usually try to bounce off a lot of topics as much as possible. Then so like a quarter off of my tied ass. True. Oh my then, god, Cat, I didn't know you were there. Yeah. Also, <laughs> we've got gamers being spoiled, which is something I think needs to be said because gamers are fucking spoiled, and we'll get to that. And finally, we got how shortcuts can both help or hinder you. And not like the shitty band hinder, which needs to be put in a blender. <laughs> Our better when I'm mad at you! <laughs> making that joke because I kept singing the song a minute ago. <laughs> as far as I remember, they were like a 2000 10s band, but then they kind of just fell off because all I remember is Get Stoned and Angel. Dude, Get Stoned and Angel were like 2004, 2005. Okay. It shows how my age is getting to me, but point being. Okay. You're old. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, let's get started with the allure of shock media, and since Matt posited this, Matt, take it away. Yeah, shock media. Uh, mainly, I just, for some reason, I've always been drawn to dark, macabre, fucked mm -hmm. up shit. Is it because you're dark? Just, yeah, it just catches my eye, man. You know, I thought the villains were the coolest. And, you know, I still kind of had, you know, I listened to Slipknot. I didn't know that was metal. And then I ended up getting a system of a down and Lamb of God and then that cannibal corpse. And then, you know, it's, it's a fucking floodgates are opened, but there's... I guess there's, like, a sense of it being taboo. Because, like, I still actively look at death footage a lot. Especially when, like, a new video goes around. Like, the dude caught in the fucking lathe over in Russia. Like, Jesus Christ. That was insane, man. Didn't Lively get taken down? That old website? Where yes. You could... uh, it, did, yeah. it, it got taken down as of 2020, I think. All, like, a lot of them have been shut, because I used to go to Best Gore all the fucking time. Even when I was in the military, waiting in line to get mentally evaluated to see if I'm okay, I was on Best Gore looking at people getting their eyes ripped out and shit. Like, to think the person <laughs> looking you over would be like, Jesus Christ, and then the general would see you and be like, he's perfect. He's get perfect. him in. That's exactly what we need. Get him in his greens. But no, it's like... 
there's just something, you know, like if someone ever on the internet is like, do not watch this video. I have to, I have to watch it. You know, you hear two girls, one cup, like, no, you can't. Like, I'm going straight to that. By the immediately. Way. By the way, thanks, Matt. You're welcome. That is how I witnessed two girls in one cup, and what first became shock and horror became humor. And then it yeah, became we, a fish. <laughs> daughter, we watched yeah. that shit, and we were eating ice, chocolate ice cream and made his brother throw up. <laughs> chocolate ice cream, I don't think. I just know Kyle witnessed it and was just automatically mortified. We were chocolate ice cream just because we were seeing if we could, and we just did not flinch at all. I don't remember. I just remember watching it and laughing. But when yeah, we did the put we did the pudding you did challenge. It, you did it. Yeah, Matt. I know. I I I have to. It's like misery loves company, you know. So mm-hmm. if I see something that fucks my day up, I have to let other people know. And if you want to see it, I got you. Because like someone, I need to relate to this with somebody. I need to talk about it with somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean. I still have a personal grudge for you showing me the dog video, Matt. That was bad. That still sticks with me, man. I know. For, it was. for me, I was just, it's, it was terrible. Dude, there's just someone chunking a brick at a dog trying to kill it, and it was terrible. But me being young and dumb and full of cum, Connor's cum, um, <laughs> I was, you know, it was disturbing, and I was super fucked up. But then I looked over, and Connor wasn't even there. He was breaking down in the fucking hallway because I destroyed his innocence. Where he's like, "Why? Why would somebody do that to a dog?" And I'm like, "I don't know." But that's the point. It's fucked up. Well, that's the thing to me when it comes to animals in general. Like whenever Ben's like, "Oh, put a shot collar in your kitty," no, because my thing is just when it comes to pets. Yeah, pets, pets and children videos, I can't watch. They're like mm-hmm. your responsibility. I mean, Dalton even mentioned it earlier when I was talking about my kitten on how my brother's recently been doing this thing where he gets my giant, like, 20-sided die plush. He'll grab it and he'll start, like, kind of bapping Toshio with it and Toshio gets stressed and angry from it and it just makes him angrier. Heck, I literally got the spray bottle and sprayed my brother in the face just like, fuck off. <laughs> I know if he keeps doing that to Toshio, it's just gonna stress him and make him angrier. See, there's, there's like poking now, the bear and upsetting thing, and then there's just yeah. being a dickhole. Here's the thing: I'm not gonna say it's entirely okay. I will say it's slightly being a dick, but I'm not gonna say it's not like he's like trying to abuse the cat. He's just fucking with it. <laughs> yeah, even would, then, that's... it's what Ben would do. If, if someone was doing that to my cat and I had a guest out, because one time uh, back at my grandma's house, uh, this some people came over and this girl starts pushing Junior around or whatever and then like puts him in a bag, like a plastic bag. I was like, what are you doing? Like, it's just a cat. I was like, get the fuck out of my house. Exactly. What and is I wrong learned, with you? How dare you? And I learned that about animals too when I was very young because we had a guest over, I think, and we had a Great Dane. This was all the way back in Brownwood. And the Great Dane ended up biting this kid. And I didn't know what to do in my response, being yum, dumb, and full of retardation. I just kicked the Great Dane in the gut as hard as possible. And I'm like, you're a bad dog. Yeah, my bad dog. Was, you, the dog needs to be put down, too. Well, I can't. No, you, you bite, if you bite a fucking child, you're done. Your dog's done. 
Here's the problem. I don't remember the bite specifically. I know it happened. I don't remember specifics. All I know is I kicked it and then my aunt got mad at me and said, yes, a dog needs to be disciplined, but doing shit like that is way too far. No, that's like the fucking nail in the coffin for dogs, bro. The people that uh -huh. don't, because I mean, because like I said, I watch a lot of you know, people getting their heads fucking cut off. I've seen a six-year-old behead a fucking soldier, man. I saw someone throw up when they were being beheaded and the puke just came out of their neck hole. Can I ask you a question? What? Video of the kid killing a person, was that in the Middle East? Absolutely. Okay, just making sure. It's kid terrorists, man. It's the yep, new yep. show on NBC after Young Sheldon. <laughs> ah. Anyway, but, I mean, I just learned, and to me... Animals are precious to me because if you own one, their world slightly revolves around you. Like, they look to There's you. No slightly. That. They need to survive. You make them survive. Exactly. And Dalton even said it. I treat my cats like they're kids practically. And I love Everyone them. Everyone does, especially millennials. Like, yeah, these are my sons. I'm like, no, you're they're fucking dogs. Trust me. Once you have a kid, I still love my pet. And I pick up and pet my cat a lot more than I pick up and pet my kid. But if I have to choose... I'm picking the oh, cat. No. Oh, no. I know. I know. It's entirely different. Um, I think I mentioned this before, but my sister, her house got invaded by, like, a swarm of honeybees. And I'm not talking, like, a small, like, 20 bee thing. Like, a whole no, horde you, of them. That's what you said. You said a swarm. Why would there be, like, three lone bees going in there like, we're going to go in here and take this bitch's honey? Hey, bitch, well, you, like, you okay. like eating swarma? Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> basically, Katie... Uh, Katie was trying to cook, like, pizza rolls, and literally, like, a few bees got in, and she's like, what the fuck? And then she saw her chimney just, bees just, like, a whole fucking horror movie scene of, like, bugs going everywhere. And the first thing I heard Katie did was, she dropped the pizza roll. said rolls. Katie did. I know I did. <laughs> we used to call her that when we were kids to, you know, fuck with her. Also, fun fact about my niece Sophie right now, she learned my baby nickname was Smelly, so guess what she's taking to calling me. Guess what we're taking to calling you smelly? <laughs> Yo, I forgot that that was your baby nickname. <laughs> yep. Anyway, anyway. So, uh, she dropped the pizza rolls, ran out, grabbed the baby, and just went straight to her car. And at first, like, my animal brain went, well, the dog's okay? But then I remembered they're honeybees. They're not exactly, you know, like, on site. They're just kind of, you know, who the fuck are we? <laughs> God damn it. Dalton. Still, still fucking God damn it, Dalton. Marty Dome their shit. <laughs> By the way, Connor, when I mention uh, when I mention the freaking shot collar shit, that's more along the lines of a last resort because a shot collar is used to train. Yeah, but, it's training. You don't just it, use it to abuse, man. Hey, Ben, what? can I ask you a question? How come what? if it's a last resort, you suggest it anytime Toshi does anything? It could sneeze and you'd be like, man, get that cat a shot collar. Wait, your cat's sneezing? Yeah, get it a shot collar. No, <laughs> that is bad. As a man who's allergic to both cats and dogs at this point for no fucking apparent reason, fuck y'all's animals, man. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I think you're so goddamn tired of customers and their damn dogs, dude. Jesus. Every, every fucking house I've gone to the past week is nothing but dogs, and my throat has been closed for a week. Yeah, but getting back to the animal video thing, it's just... I just hold them in such a regard. I do the same for kids. Like, I talk about how kids scare me, and I hate hearing them cry, but it's more a response to me wishing I could, like calm them down and help them but yeah i can't it gets worse when you become a parent yeah because like yeah. i can see people die all day but if it's 
animals getting hurt or children getting hurt, I click off immediately because... I wish I, he did when we were kids. There's, yeah, but see, I was fucking stupid back. That was that was an intense video. You know, I watched Crush videos just because it was something oh, fucked up. Please, please don't even mention those, please. <laughs> no, it's a video where people are drinking different kinds of Crush soda. All right, yeah. you know what? Even worse than the videos <laughs> that you previously mentioned of people. Crush, <laughs> crush soda's just that bad. <laughs> you want to get banned off YouTube? Drink Crush for a video. Yeah, I love orange Crush soda. stuff like actual gore footage and death footage. You know, there's, um, like, Cannibal Holocaust is one of those that, Honest? you know, like, top 50 movies you should never watch. And me, as, like, a 13-year-old, I went into Hastings, I found it. This movie was banned in 49 countries. Oh, yeah. There's a huge 18 to buy sticker on it. My 13-young bitch-ass self goes in there and just walks out with that fucking thing. And, like, Jesus Christ, man, it's insane. Honestly... Uh, I went back to watch Cannibal Holocaust. This, I don't know if it's just because I'm really fucked in the head nowadays, but it's honestly kind of tame. Well, the, yeah, well, I mean, yes and no. The more the, shit you see, the more desensitized you become. Absolutely, yes. So that's I probably have, why you're not batting an eyelash to it, Ben. Is because there's so, I, I've seen way worse than Cannibal Holocaust now. A Serbian mm-hmm. film? Dear Lord. Honest, I mean, dear honestly, honestly, do you haven't seen a Serbian film? No, Hereditary's fucked up, and I love it, and that's a good movie. A Serbian film? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, man. Like, someone literally gets skull fucked in there. Here's the thing about Hereditary that I both hate but respect. As much as I hate it, at the same time, it's telling a story. Yeah, as it's... As it is, it's telling a story. It's showing art to it. Yeah, it's very artful. But... They literally built the house inside you know, like interiors as they were having the miniature dude build replica houses yeah 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 that's why i can't wait for his third movie but but i like but yeah i don't know, I don't know. There, like i said there's something taboo about it like you're not supposed to that makes you want to it's like a train wreck you yeah know, you see a car wrecked on the side you're like you're gonna look try honestly you kind of it would suck if you see a dead body but part of you deep down wants to see someone fucking fucked up on the road well, I mean, it's just like whenever uh, public executions were still a thing. Right? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, people would go, come hey, come on down. We're going to hang a bunch of people. I'm like, fuck yeah. Especially if they didn't have the rope right, because if it's too short, you spin there too long. They used to have to have people jump on their legs to pull them down. And if it's too long, when they drop, it pops their head off. Yeah. Uh, real quick, a uh, friendly reminder for anyone, if you are in trouble and someone is coming after you, do not yell help or rape, yell fire. Or no, you. Wreck. Just or remember, duck and cover. Shut the fuck up. Or just fucking fight or flight, choose the fight option, see, see how it goes. Yeah, it's better to die fighting than die like a little bitch. Mm-hmm. Well, Ben, you need to remember, not everyone is as gifted as... You know, you surely are in combat. Bitch, I'm not fucking gifted at all. I'm just stubborn. I'm not gifted. Yeah, but at I you. mean, nowadays, with the, I, I see a lot of stories of, like, people trying. They are stubborn, but, like, there's too many fucking crazy people that just want your shit that they, like, people get shot in the fucking street trying to be like, I'm not giving you my wallet. And, like, boom, 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 boom. Fucking four bullets to the body. You're done. You're down. Bye. 
Yeah, I've had I've had confrontations and shit before, but so far I've been coming out on top. I try to avoid situations like that unless I absolutely have to. And even then, when I have to deal with weird sh- like I'm very uncomfortable. I'm anxious, I'm fucking I'm shaking. Like that's that's where courage comes in cuz courage isn't I'm not afraid of it. It's having the strength to face that fear regardless how you feel. Exactly. I mean, that's literally Link's whole character. Like, he literally is the embodiment of courage. For some people, it can be... uh, For some people, it can be nurtured into them. Others, it's in their nature to do it. Okay, I I approve of your transition, but I didn't know if Matt wanted to talk more or not about shock culture. Oh, it's fine. I just love death and shit and crazy fucked up shit. Okay, (laughs) fair enough. Great transition, Ben. No one, absolutely no one. Ben doesn't transition. Somebody else. Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> well, no. I don't mean it in the sense that I was calling Ben out. I just wanted to make sure that Matt was, you know, done. Ben has a very smooth transition. We ruin it. We fucking it ruin it every time. Shut up. It goes really well with, well, not so much shock media, but my love for fucked up shit because I binge serial killers and killers and murderers, and a lot of that is nature versus nurture. It's True. how you're grown up, how you're raised, who's who's around you in those pivotal years of being a child where you learn your basic fucking instincts and how to act. Yeah. It's like Ted Bundy, man. He was raised believing his sister was his fucking mom and his mom was his grandma and shit. And like, that's just weird fucked up shit, dude. And then, <laughs> then the, this girl breaks up with him and then he kills everyone that looks like that fucking girl. So that's why you can't cook pizza rolls. What? I literally just cooked pizza rolls for Vincent before I got in here. Uh, hey, hey, <laughs> Bubba. Hey, Ben. Coincidence? I'm cooking pizza rolls. <laughs> Coincidence? I don't have any pizza rolls. Am I the only one? I honestly really don't even like pizza rolls. They're okay, but at this point, I can only like oven them now because if I just microwave them, it's just. Why would you microwave them? It's so terrible. Well, because I was much kid, quicker. Well, because I was a kid, Dalton. I was young, dumb, and full of Matt's kind. What? Yeah. We brought it back. <laughs> God, bucket damn it! I absolutely like hate like like French bread pizzas. If you put them in the fucking oven, or like it's great, but you put them in the microwave and they're all fucking floppy and shit. It's like no one likes a flaccid pizza. I don't care. Pizzas. Like, pizza. don't get me wrong. I I have reheated stuff in the oven just to get it extra crispy but like sometimes two minute nuke is a lot better than waiting fucking ten minutes for the oven to heat up and then put it in for four minutes and then turn the oven up like fuck that I'm just trying to throw my shit in finish my movie not to mention if you're worried about it drying out just put a thin thing of water around it and uh, cover it with a paper towel it'll steam it yeah Anyway, um, getting back to nature versus nurture, what we mean in this regard is, you know, kind of the difference of like, you know, mm, I can't explain it really well, in my opinion. Like, I know what it is. I just don't know how to word it properly. So, Ben. Oh, oh what's up, Dalton? Nothing. He's going to take a shit, isn't he? Maybe yeah, he's... We, maybe we should change his name to Smelly. Yeah. Nature versus nurture describes the question of how much a person's characteristics are formed by either nature or nurture. Nature, 
means innate biological factors, namely genetics, while nurture can refer to an upbringing or life experience more generally. Brought to you by Wikipedia. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was like, did you get that from Wikipedia? Actually, it's psychologytoday.com. Oh, oh Matt stepped fuck yourself. <laughs> Matt stepped his game up. Fuck yeah. That was the first mean? thing on Google without having to click on shit. Matt no. cited his source. Like a yeah. man. Okay, so you're not going to take a shit, Dalton? No, I was putting my uh I was putting my uh, uh meat in my refrigerator. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was taking shit. That's what I'm gonna start saying. Yeah, I gotta go put my meat in my refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a good euphemism for sex now. Oh, you don't even know, man. I don't know if y'all remember Scott back at Brownwood, but I went over there one time. I was like, dude, where were you? He's like, oh, I was sending a fax. And I was like, he doesn't have a fax machine. Were you uh, masturbating? Like, yes. Like, oh, <laughs> you don't I have a fax machine. <laughs> I remember Scott. He used to hang out with Keith Given a lot. Yeah, I remember Scott vaguely. Oh, never mind. No, this is a fucking ball dude who worked at Prima Pasta. That's how I met Devin. Oh, cool. Wait, that's Scott. Yep. Uh, Yepers. I know too many Scots. Do you know Great Scott? <laughs> did, did you meet him in Scottsdale? Fuck no, I would never go to Scottsdale. Not unless it pissed me off. There's a road off of 183 in Cedar Park called Scottsdale. Well, there's a city called Scottsdale in Arizona. Every time right, get I... back to your nature versus nurture, bitch face. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was. What I was going to say is because if we have this argument, there are two examples we could use for the nature versus nurture bit. Like, I definitely qualify as nurture, and everyone can attest to that regarding my family and stuff. I mean, it's definitely. I don't, I don't think there was any nurturing in that family, but. No, I don't. It's it's not either or. It's a bit of both. Both of them will determine how you present and act in the future it's not you're either natured or you're nurtured it's it's how both of those elements come like together two twins and then splitting them apart at birth and then watching them grow up in two different environments but doing the same shit absolutely man if you have one parent that's like super encouraging and is easier to talk to and the other one's always condemning you every time you fuck up like one's gonna be more anxiously ridden about fucking up and you know it's like same thing with spoiled fucking brats nowadays they never get disciplined they get everything so by the time they're fucking teenagers they expect everything and now they're on a fucking road to hell being the biggest pieces of shit they can dude i was so upset there's a video of this kid playing a video game online and i guess his mom comes in and tells him to like calm down or stop screaming and he literally just goes shut the fuck up mom i hate you and Every comment that I could see was literally just beat the child, kill him, just anything about. Yeah, I like Vincent's already been. Vincent's already been getting into like Fortnite and shit. So when I hear him start screaming at his fucking switch, when it's like like oh, oh man, (laughs) you fucking yell at me. Oh, you yell at me like that. Like no, you're done. I'm taking your TV out and taking your door off your fucking hinges. You get a sheet to sleep in tonight, bitch. Here's a good sign that, you know, you had some discipline in your life, at least in my opinion. It's that you cannot get away with some BS with your parents. Like, there are times where I might do a joke or mouth off to my mom, and she'll give me a look that just says, 
I birthed you, I can unbirth you, and I'm just like, yes, ma'am. Don't say unbirth. Don't don't yeah, say that. Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to unbirth, say unbirth, 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 if Penny says something like she's about to hit me, I'm just like, oh, hell no. Dude, I remember one time uh, your mom was driving us home, and I, I forgot what I said, but she's like, oh, you can cuss in here, honey. And I was like, I mean, my grandma raised me better than that, because I still cuss like a motherfucker, but yeah. usually around parents, you know, I might say a little extra crazy shit, but I'm not going to just be dropping F-bombs left and right. I can't remember if it was my mom or Dalton's mom. It was your mom. It was mine. We, we were listening to that Queen's Greatest Hits. Oh, yeah. In the cul-de-sac. And she's like, you can cuss if you want. I was like, no, I really can't. <laughs> to be fair, my mother curses a lot, too. So, I mean, that's kind of what she means. I know. I, like, I, Vincent really hasn't cussed too much. And to be fair, my mother only mouths off at me for cursing if it's a situation where it's either public and there's a lot of people or there's children or just. No, that's about it. See, when we, when Dalton took me fucking bowling and there was a bunch of kids next to us, like, when I'd fuck up, I, I would just naturally be like, fuck, like, shit. And like, god damn it, there's like children next to me. I've fuck been trying to. Kids. Like, they, they fucking laughed at me when I fell and they literally pointed and laughed. They all laughed and pointed at you when you fell. I you know. went to bowl and your knee gave out <laughs> and you hit the ground like a tubby tub McTubbington. I'm sorry. <laughs> You didn't hurt anything, did you, Dalton? No, but my pride was hurt when that little fucking six-year-old kid just started laughing and pointing at me like, Hey, Dalton, if I was there, I would have kicked him for you. I would have been okay with it. But, like, the only person to ask if I was okay was Jesse while she was laughing. Now, with regards to nature versus nurture, they both play a role in the development of a person, but... Depending on how, uh, depending on how everything balances out, that's how you get, uh, you get the different balance and all that. Yeah. And, well, I guess it's a little bit, uh, help me out here, y'all. Would undiscovered talent be a form of nature? Uh, nature? Yes, because they are natural at it. Well, I would say, I don't know, because, uh, so, music ability seems to pass down through family lines. Uh, like, my dad and my grandfather and a lot of my ancestors, they were really good at music. But then you got my aunt, who's suddenly just not very good at it, my, my dad's sister. But my mom's side of the family, they, they can't hold a tune for the life of them. Um... You say that, Dalton, but no one in my family has played. Actually, only one person in my family has played an instrument, technically. Do you know who that is? My sister and my stepfather. <laughs> but I mean, that's it's not necessarily like it does not. The instrument part doesn't matter. It's the, the ability yeah. to be able to play the music and understand it. Is yeah. It seems like it does pass down through families. Uh, handedness, a left and right handedness tends to pass down through families. But. That's probably more because you, you as a child, you learn from the parent that you're talking, you know, you're dealing with. And my dad was ambidextrous, and I learned through that. Yeah, I mean, technically, I should have with my mother because she's ambidextrous and she usually uses her left hand, but I didn't. 
yeah it's one of those things it's one of those you learn it's kind of like you get it from your dad because the the hand the gene for emma dexterity and schizophrenia are running on the same fucking cell or like the same uh well uh uh the same gene i debated on trying to learn to use left to use my left hand since my right arm hurts so fucking much ever since i broke it people just physically can't it's hard for me to do it i don't know how exactly that's just what it is it's it's one of those that so handedness normally is not a nature thing but it's a learned thing because like i stated like as a kid you just use both equally but as you grow up you start using your right hand more you start using your left hand your left brain more uh because you know your hand you know your brain switched from your hands so you start using that side of your brain and that side of your hand and that your hand you just don't you don't develop the same way as someone who uses their left hand does yeah it's actually it's actually kind of funny uh and kind of sad god damn it connor no sorry (laughs) you know how dalton does that for uh wasn't me with the whole picture this anytime i hear kind of funny my brain goes find it kind of sad (laughs) yeah but no i just keep i keep thinking about it i keep thinking about nature versus nurture in what well, not not just uh, the the means in which somebody goes about something, you know, with you, yourself and myself being two uh, two prime examples of uh, all of a differentiation in nature versus nurture. Yeah, because you know, I just kind of struck out on my own, and I was like, "Fuck you guys," whereas you were way more of a submissive type. Um, but, but okay. Well, no, it you you kind of let people take the reins and kind of and kind of run with it. Whereas I was like, "Fuck you, fuck these reins. I'm doing my own shit." Well, use a term that's not submissive. <laughs> it's it's a term. It's a term that's accurate. So I'm gonna use it. Just like when you say I'm a fucking asshole, it was a fact. So wait, you being an asshole is a fact. Every now and then, I am an asshole. Every now and then? <laughs> yes, every now and then. But, but like... Um, just a little bit old. <laughs> I was thinking that too. <laughs> I can't help but think about, uh, with regards to nature, natural talent, uh, what, what kind of shit might be undiscovered for people. And this actually kind of got me... Admittedly, I was a little drunk when I was thinking about it. <clears throat> but... The story of Reggie and Ronnie Cray. Do you know anything about it, Connor? Uh, I can't say I do. I apologize. Two British, uh, two British twin brothers born in 1933 become gangster kingpins, hmm. and you know, throughout the 50s and whatnot, they they basically owned the east side of London. Yeah. Well, it is in 1997. Where Reggie Cray has been in jail for over 30 fucking years and just decides to take up the pencil and see what he can do with it. I direct you to podcast topic ideas. Okay. That is some of the shit that he came up with right from the bat. Or right off the bat. That's cool, but that's not where that goes. This, This looks like something Matt would draw. Yeah. Now... 
bear in mind, this is from the hand of a 66-year-old who never done any of it at all. Definitely would make a good argument for it, but... Mm. Natural, I don't know. natural talent, possibly? Well, when you mentioned that, for some reason, my brain went to Michael Jackson. Like, what? What year did he start, like, his singing career? Five, seven? Five or seven, something like that. That's that's a bit of a combination, though, because nature, so, he's able to naturally carry a tune. Nurture, they foster that. It's, yes, they did. They fostered the hell out of it. Like... And that's that's one thing that uh, kind of I know I'm kind of rambling on a little bit. Maybe I just had a little too much to drink already. Yes, um, man, you're allowed to. But um, it I'm constantly going back to the abilities of a person, the undiscovered shit that some that somebody has within their uh, within their hands, and they have no idea of its very fucking existence because they haven't even tried it yet. Yeah. And um it's just uh honest honestly it just leaves me curious. I'm like, I wonder what these motherfuckers can do. I wonder what that motherfucker can do. I wonder, you know, no, that yeah. kind of stuff. Well that also goes back to there's a good chance that you're amazingly good at a skill that we don't use anymore, or you're you're gonna be like amazingly great at a skill that's in the future that we don't know of yet. Like how some people who are older tend to be really good with computers for no apparent reason. Like there are some skills that are really that are interestingly uh, that are just there that you have the ability to do. Like I've I've always been curious. Like what if I just went into like uh, what's it? Uh, what if I went into uh, blacksmithing and I just it's like I was just really good at it because it's just one of those skills that like, innate skills that you have. Yeah. Like there's a theory behind that. It's fantastic. Yeah. Can we and talk about how when me and Ben don't pick fights, we have intelligent conversations. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot different because you, you tend to pick fights with men all the time. Well, I mean, he... I don't know. Use your words. I'm trying to find the right word to say. Usually Ben does something that triggers it. <laughs> well, Ben, <laughs> uh, your triggers are not Ben's responsibility, bud. Nope. I didn't need to see a dolphin get vored by a man's asshole and he lives his life as him. <laughs> you pushed well, the to be fair, the dolphin also got cheated on by the dog. It's not... Shut up! <laughs> Fuck you, Ben. <laughs> it's funny because it's always towards Ben. It's never towards me. Sometimes I think of that one meme where uh, fucking uh, March is like, Bart, no! And Bart's like, Mom, I didn't do anything. Sorry, force of habit. <laughs> That's what oh, I think. You do Sorry, it. Ben, force of habit. You do it all the time. I all know. The time. I'll say something and you'll blame Ben for it. I know, and I'm trying to stop it. Like, I mean, one of the big things I wanted to stop doing was whole your mom jokes against Ben because, like, almost everyone else in the group does it. Yes, but to be fair, he's done it to you forever. True, but I don't know. I'm waiting for the day, like, finally one of you guys is going to end up saying that, oh, I want to, like, plow your mom or something in front of my mom and just see if she just brings the fucking hammer down on you because it would be hilarious. I mean, to be mm. fair, she'd probably take it as a compliment. Yeah. Well. Fuck, I don't know. 
I don't know. At this point, my mom's weird. All she usually does now is just work, focus on school, and sometimes she just does not have time for any BS. I get it. But, yeah. When it comes to nature versus nurture, I definitely think both of them have benefits, but, you know, if you're too much of one, it can be an issue. Well, it's, it's not necessarily if you're too much of one, it's how you nurture something. Like, something I was actually going to mention earlier if a talent or some kind of ability is recognized or, you know, some kind of like if uh, somebody notices that, let's say you have a good throwing arm or something and you like you like throwing shit, they try you out for baseball. Or if um, they see that you have a bit of a creative side, um, you know, then they try and amp up on that. It's it's honestly kind it, it honestly kind of goes back to parenthood because yeah. if you see if you see a natural talent uh you know with your kid and whatnot then you fucking you know you capitalize on that and be like oh you like doing this oh you're pretty good at that let's do more you know just don't burn them out <laughs> yeah pretty much I mean to be fair, a lot of us are really skilled at a lot of things, and we were never pushed to pursue it. Like, we were never really, like, they never really told us, that, like, hey, you should, like, my parents were always, you know, they were, they were wrong like my parents, but they were always telling me just to do what I want, but mom's one of those, like, I kind of just got really complacent and lazy because I was just really skilled at random shit. Uh, for me, I remember when my mom suggested I take up football, which I did, but then I ended up fucking hating it. Like, the day it kicked in was, like, getting trampled by three dudes, and I was laying on the ground, and my brain was just like, you know, I don't want to do football. And I'm like, yeah. My brain was like, it'd be better if they were naked. Well, I mean, yeah. Probably wouldn't hurt as much. Probably smell. Actually, uh, it would hurt a lot more because you wouldn't have a supportive brace against your back and shit, and you'd be folded. Well, they they would be naked, but Connor would be in the armor. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. See, Dalton knows. I think. Yeah, Connor's Connor's only half gay. Yeah. Armor. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, Matt, are you there? He might be going to get something. Yeah, fair enough. Just by taking a shit. <sighs> okay, change his name to Smelly. I think. Well, that's that's actually one thing. My parents. If anything, they uh, the things that I ended up being the best at, some of them they were not they were not exactly understanding of. What's that your love of planes and computers? Actually, no. To be fair, I feel like his love of planes would have been you know a little bit obvious. No, my my love for aviation was fostered for sure, and my love for computers was actually fostered as well because it was through my mother. That I got the hookup with the city, uh, the city tech support official, who took me over to that warehouse that was full of old computer parts. And he just taught, he just handed me a shopping cart and was like, "Hey, have at it." And then you jizzed on all of them. He jizzed in his pants. Nah, dude, I made I made some fucking T eight hundred looking motherfucking piece of shit system that probably wouldn't turn on if uh if you knew what if you didn't know where to fucking uh poke at it because the buttons were uh fucking ripped off and shit (laughs) yeah it was still alive today and we call it free computer i know it's not but it would just been funnier (laughs) 
Yeah, it would have. If it wasn't for the house fire, it would still be alive today. But yeah. the house fire is what ended up taking it out. Nothing else could. Yeah, yeah but fuck you know, you house fire. Yeah, fuck the hell out of that house fire, dude. But no, as far as my like, whenever I started getting into video editing, that is one thing that a lot or that uh, my family really didn't see the point of. See the point of what? Uh, whenever I got into video editing back in the day. Yeah, why would you do a dumb thing like that? Yeah, you no, fucking right. moron. <laughs> yeah, what the ah. fuck's this fucking nerd doing? Fucking editing and shit. What the fuck? Yeah, what kind of faggot would make a podcast? Yeah, me. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, fuck, man. Nature versus nurture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, Matt, go to podcast topic ideas real quick. Uh, ben posted this picture some guy made, and it looked like something that made me think of you. <laughs> Podcast oh. talks. Oh, the eyeball thing. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking cool, dude. That was made by a 66-year-old who had never drawn before. I mean, I'm gonna reiterate that's still not the right place for that. It would what? be podcast topic ideas. It'd be podcast talks is a good idea for that. Yeah. See, this is why I'm so fucking in control. Like, I like being in control of shit because Ben just posts shit in the wrong fucking spot. Maybe you're just a gamer who's spoiled. No. That could actually be a topic idea of having something inside of you that needs to get out that you don't want to show anybody. Yeah. But it's still peeking out. Yeah. Are we done with Nathan? Yeah, I think so. Everything left, and I had to fucking talk to someone in jail, so. Okay, good. I gotta call people out. Gamers, fuck you. You spoiled fucking man-children. You are so annoying to listen to. I hate you. Why yeah, you and I to? hate the gamers. I hate the spoiled gamers. Yeah. And kind of which, I know you're kind of yelling at Ben, but the moment I got a PS5, when I go to play my PS4, I'm like, this sucks. This is slow. It's super shitty. And it's not shitty. It's still super great. It's a fucking incredible piece of technology, but a PlayStation 5 is so much smoother and faster and quicker and easier. It's just... It just hurts me that we're getting new things. It's getting better, but then people have to be so butthurt that it doesn't do everything. Like, Absolutely, I, I get that, bro. Like, a gaming company released a game today called Wild Hearts. Looks great. I'm going to try it out because it looks great to me. But then everyone's like, oh, the PC can't optimize it right. It's going to go at 120 FPS K HDR. Why doesn't it tickle my balls while I game and I'm just like shut up shut There's... the fuck up people okay. don't they don't care like oh, people lost the fun of gaming sometimes cause like I, I don't care about like glitch I mean if it's a bad glitch where it shuts the game down that's one thing but I can handle like a bit of frame rate drops I, you know I can handle silly stuff happening cause like graphics don't make the game you know they There's help a bit but Yes. Like, fuck, everyone, everyone is spoiled now, man. I can only oh. mention... Sorry, Ben. Go ahead. I was just going to say, if you if speed's the only issue you have between the PS4 and PS5, just put an SSD in that bitch. Boom. Problem solved. <sighs> I'm not opening my shit. No, I'm not a monster. Anyway. It's not being a monster. That's being efficient. <laughs> there is only I don't have to. I have a PS5. Bitch. 
There are mm. only two games right now that I can say without with assurance that graphics matter to me when I played it. And that's just two games out of the fuck ton I've ever played. The first is Ghost of Tsushima. Because that great. game yes, fucking beautiful. It was fucking beautiful. It plays great. It's a good story. Solid combat. Solid fucking AI. Great fucking game, bud. Nods to just old Kurosawa films. It's perfect. Like the it's... open shot when you're on the horse and it's just Naughty Dog presents Ghost of Tsushima and you're just running through the field, your hand going through the flowers. You're like, bro, this was the first time a graphics hit me and I actually said, okay, I'm starting to understand why people care about graphics. It's, it's that beautiful. Dude, that's what happened when the first Horizon Zero Dawn came out. Because, like... I played that game for a bit. It's good. I, I was watching it, and then it started raining, and I was just idle. And she starts, like, filling her face because the raindrops are falling on. I'm like, that's fucking insane. Like, even the new God of War that came out. Freya in there, she has tattoos. But if you look at the tattoos, you can see the skin slightly raised from the tattoos like they're supposed to be. Like, that's the attention to detail that really, like, sells it. Yeah. And we could talk about that for another podcast because I got some interesting things to mention about detail, attention to detail. Anyway, the second game, and Ben will agree with me on this, the Demon Souls remake. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I swear to God, I'd like to think when they were talking about it's like, so what can we do for Dark Souls players? It's like, remake Demon Souls. Why? Don't that fix was... the issues of the game. Just make it beautiful as fuck. Like, make it to where it looks like they can literally go into the game. Um, hold up. Fix the glitch, or fix the slowdown and glitches. Now, the reason I say uh, the, uh, the stuttering and shit is because with Demon Souls in particular, and... Uh, who else has played the OG Demon Souls from PS3? Me, straight up, because my I bought it and then I went to sleep with it on the screen and Grandma just saw the word demon and she was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm fighting a dragon. Like, what the hell is wrong? All right, so Matt, you know, uh, you know, Bulletarian Palace where you where you're fighting the dragons and shit, right? And nope. you're supposed to. <laughs> no, fuck. It's hard. I didn't know it was going to be that hard of a game. Oh, I it... didn't think you get past. Like, I, I played it, I got, you know, I got a little, I think I got to the first boss, but fuck, that game was hard. I wasn't Soulsborn at that time. Boom, seventh boss, what up? But no, um, the reason why I mentioned that is, in that fucking game, there's a section where you're running from tower to tower along the wall, dodging bad guys and freaking okay, car yeah, carts and that. explosives and shit. And if you don't time it just right, the fucking dragon strafes your ass with a fucking inferno, uh, inferno breath, and just blows everything up. See, but that—that's what God of War did to me. <laughs> God of War sharpened my senses of doing my dodge rolls perfectly, or like climbing out of hell more than once. Oh my god, that was one of the times I broke a fucking controller. Uh, but hey, that's man. that's my thing though with. Uh, with sections like that, if you didn't have your shit timed down just perfect, you could not make any kind of course correction. And it's not because you couldn't in real time, but it's because the hardware would start stuttering and shit, and it would slow down to PowerPoint levels whenever everything was exploding in front of you. So you would hope to God that you were pointed in the right direction before when, all the when, fuckery when, happened. When Elden Ring first came out, and... um. Sometimes you'd check a door or something, and then this text would pop up. And the text wouldn't go away, so if there was another, like, 
thing trying to attack you, you couldn't hit the dodge roll because there was that little small text on fucking screen where it was like, this needs to be changed immediately because I have died five fucking times because it's like, this door cannot open. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, yeah. But back to Demon Souls remake. <laughs> that shit is so crisp to me. It was almost unbelievable. Like, I remember one of the first things I did. I picked Barbarian, got a fucking club, and then I remembered the backstab function in Dark Souls. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Every bit of that backstab animation filled my soul in a good way. Because here's the thing about the backstab of the club. You don't whack them upside the head once. You don't smash their head in on the ground twice. You hit them three fucking times. Like that bitch owed you money or committed an offense to your existence. And the sound effects for it are perfect. Like that is legitimately the first time I could understand Ben when he's like, oh, this shit matters. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to see it. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a legitimate thing. It is, but fuck you anyway, because... Because fuck you. Because I played a bit of Wild Hearts before I got on here, and I remember people like, Oh, the performance, it's not right. It was running at 60 FPS when I was doing gameplay, walking and running and doing shit. So I'm just left sitting here like, what am I missing? Yeah, uh, Connor, I can tell you exactly what these fuckers are butthurt about. Because they could, they didn't have another fucking game to justify the gratuitous amounts of fucking money they spent on building an overpowered system with their goddamn RTX 4090 fucks and their i9-3970K shit. You're making uh, all that up. And all that shit. made up words. Actually, no, 13... No, uh, Intel's no, on the 13th generation. Nerd, I get it. <laughs> me it's gibberish you're just saying the alphabet wrong (laughs) but they're like they spend like five thousand dollars on this tower and they're expecting everything to run at 120 hertz at the very least so 120 frames per second and then this thing comes at 60 frames per second locked and while that's a little bit of a bummer i guess if you want to see how far you can push it it doesn't make the game unplayable it doesn't make it you know unsatisfying and if it does, well, then you have issues. Well, the problem yeah, is... Yeah, but a lot of people have issues. They're fucking... They just... The fact that is they'll, they'll randomly go and just totally hate on a game and just be a dick about it, which influences other people, especially if they have a lot of influences. It's just one of those fucking annoying-ass things. And I, I get where I'm coming from. Yeah, there's people that... I'm one of the very few people that enjoyed Anthem. I got it for fucking 12 bucks. And yeah, it's fucking kind of mediocre and whatever, but it's a 3D destiny where you can fucking fly around on a fucking badass suit. And it was fun. It was just fun for me. Even for Spoken. Got a lot of bad reviews. Jared got it. He said he fucking loved it. I played the demo. I fucking loved the demo. If it's anything like that, I'm fine with it. From what I heard, Forspoken's gameplay is okay. The problem is the story and apparently the main character and the dialogue is from what I heard. And I will admit, that would ruin it for me. Like, unlike with graphics... I I skip a lot of dialogue. I'm a dialogue skipper unless I'm super into it. Like, Hogwarts Legacy? Fucking baller, dude. It's so good. Yeah, like, I'm very... I'm very surprised it's doing this very successful. Like, a part of me had this, like, weird tickle in my head that's like, it's probably going to suck, but everyone's like, no, it's perfect. Yeah. 
they're they're actually mad how good it is. Like I can't hate this game because J.K. Rowling's is a bigot. Yeah, but even then, I mean, I remember Dalton said that thing where it's like, oh, people are saying if you play Hogwarts Legacy, you're transphobic, and I'm like, well, damn, I guess I gotta go play the game now, lol. Well, my favorite uh... thing is, just, like, I don't hate trans women because they're trans. I hate trans women because they're women. Uh... Oh, Lord. But yeah. I'm gonna use that now. Thanks, bud. You're welcome. I, f I found it on a video. Another thing is, again, like I said, what ruins games for me usually is like it has to be a combination of things sometimes like for me i tried to get in, into bayonetta but the aesthetics of it the atmosphere and you know you would think a woman bending over being sexual innuendos and nearly showing yeah. off titties and mess would be good but it should be easy for me it felt awkward like i couldn't get into it because some people be like it's just devil may cry with a girl but devil may cry hit that for me Especially yeah. just I, 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 well, I would rather bang Bayonetta than fucking Dante, but yeah, I'd sleep with both of them. Bro, no, I would let Dante smash me. <laughs> oh, I know, but Bayonetta, like, bro, all the Fudinari you watch, I know you've seen Bayonetta Fudinari, so yeah, bring it on. On God, yeah. But, um, again, for me, it just takes a lot of things to do that. Like, at this point, some people would say, oh, all those old games, like, they're out of date, but... Me and Dalton can attest to playing a game that's like came out in 1999. Uh, we all can. We played, and we still fucking love it. Age of Empires, bud. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, there's like what, like four of those now, and everyone still plays two. Yeah, yeah. There, there's four of them, and the fourth one is okay. And the third one kind of sucked, but the second one still the greatest. Fucking mint. See, and for me, I don't even like it. It's just not my thing. It was it was okay. I mean, with with friends, it's a little better, but like it's boring to me. Where's the game? No, yeah, I get it. RTS is a different breed for you. I mean, I was... but for some reason, Dawn of Titans, I grafted to that for like two years, man. It's it's because Dawn of Titans is severely watered down Age of Empires. Like, I don't need to fucking build up a whole society. The society should just be there, and I should be able to feed them in a fight people i'm pretty sure this means you enjoyed the rts element for brutal legend didn't you matt i love brutal legend you had to but do honestly if you just put jack black in anything i'm down and if you make it metal i'm automatically like i fucking dig it oh god yeah i was sold and then it got elevated for me with like the voice acting they got actual artists and they got fucking tim curry as the main villain that's awesome Fuck yeah man that's that's how uh brendan small was able to get metalocalypse off the ground because he's like man like if i just make this and don't have any like metal names behind it they're gonna think i'm like a poser so that's why he got like james hetfield and fucking Grinder. He, he, yeah he got a lot of people in there to be like look man i fucking love metal music it drives me because when i first heard of metalocalypse I was like, damn it, they better not make, like, Rapocalypse and all that shit. But then I saw the love behind it. The true love of, like, someone that loves fucking metal. And I'm like, this is the best show I've ever fucking seen. Hey, what about you, big guy? What music do you listen to? Death metal. <laughs> I, have metal. To ask, I have to ask Connor. Why do you point me out when it comes to spoiled gamers? I guess you because you nitpick at things, it's like, well, why isn't it running at 60 FPS? I mean, my tower is good. The gaming part of it, that's just literally just the uh, his computer not running right, and he gets mad at his computer, and then he whips it a few more times. Dude, that's why his better. car broke down, because he couldn't fix it up as much as his computer. 
<laughs> you don't know how. If you knew how to fix up his car, gods help the fucking car. It would have like all those LED lights on it and shit. And fucking <laughs> thicker of Hanada's big titties. <laughs> Four of his tires would be different sizes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I would be able to save the car if it wasn't for the fact that the engine locked up. Once that fucking happens, nah, it's toast. And I mean, but uh, like, bro, I'm plane. glad you were you had enough to get you a ride. Because yeah. you know, people lose a car, you're fucked. Yeah, I mean, until you get a new one, you're fucked. And it has working speakers that I could get a rig Bluetooth on. I'm so happy. Lord. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, let me put it like this. Yes, I do call you out, but at the same time, you're not as bad as these people. Yeah, like, but those I, people are just spoiled in general. When like, I got I a cigarette. when I got a PS5, I joined two PlayStation 5 pages on Facebook. And god damn it, if they aren't the most toxic fucking whiny little bitches about the tiniest little fucking pixel being out of place. When it's like, dude, it's like just enjoy the fucking game. Like, I can't. Like it keeps like the, the glitch through the like dude shut the fuck up just shut up not He's everyone likes everything people still buy fucking nfl games and fucking football games and all that i don't give a shit about that but people still love it people like it's racing games really, i don't like racing games i had the best way to do nfl games and that was to come out with a new nfl game every three years and then do dlcs every year for the new roster that would and be that would, so much better that would give you time yeah. to perfect that's why that wolverine game that came out back in the day they were they were working on this Wolverine game on PS3, and because the Wolverine movie was coming out, but then then it got delayed, and they're like uh, they wanted to do it with the release, so they had time to perfect it. So it was pretty much God of War with a Wolverine skin. That's why it was such a badass game. They had time to sit there and tweak it, it to make it good. It was, and I loved it so much. Yeah, like, I remember that shit. That game was fun. I just it's fucking I, awesome, dude. It was fun. I remember like starting it, and I didn't realize how like you know gory it was gonna yeah, get. It's super violent, dude. It's great. Oh, use your like spin move thing. Okay, he just like blunders people. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is awesome. <laughs> Not to mention in there, fucking hints at literally will I am smashing Mystique. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this with regards to spoiled gamers and shit. I'm calling out the fucking PC Master Race gaming crowd. They're the worst. Y'all are fucked. Like, all those motherfuckers, those high dollar bitches. They're the vegan slash atheists of the gaming movement. Like, no joke. They won't shut up about it. I'm like, okay, first and four fucking most. Who cares if you can't run 200% resolution scaling on a 4K game? That is 8K resolution. That's... No, that's stupid. Like, oh my gosh. And also, bit of a personal note, old systems aren't shit, you just gotta work on them. Case in point, 10-year-old system still sticking up, or still yeah, hanging out. Ben, smell the smoke ben. from here, Ben. ben let, it, let it die, man. Like, just when you get the die. money, just, just let it die. I'm not letting it die until I can't push it any farther. This new this graphics the guy on the buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> and to quote one of our bands that we both mutually enjoy, Star Set, but all my friends couldn't stop the bleeding. There's nothing left, but I'm not leaving until... <laughs> 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 you can't even finish the lyric. 
I can't remember it at the moment, but yeah, I at least remember the part. But you told me, if you love me, let it die. But no, they're yeah, just man. like, to quote Cannibal Corpse, I will kill you. <laughs> Dude, I turned on a Pink Floyd radio today, and it played one song, which... What was that song called? I can't remember it. I think, oh, it was called One of These Days. And literally the only lyrics to it worth was, was one of these days I'm going to cut you into little pieces. Um, <laughs> That's all the lyrics was. Oh, Breaking Benjamin about Ben's computer is Dear Agony. <laughs> Just that, let go of me. That's actually the song I was mentioning from Slaughter to Prevail today when I made that meme about on how the lyrics were actually kind of wholesome. Uh, it's for the song Agony. And the song is more about, you know, excuse me. It's about climbing to the top, like getting to like the success you want, but you're gonna, but you're running into fake people. And you know, when you're going through it, is that person truly with you or are they just gonna like fuck off and not care? And you know, one of the lyrics ends with, you know, each of us will go through our agony. Another song title for Ben's computer is A Little Piece of Heaven. I mean, the, the, the lyrics maybe, the title not really though. No, the lyrics, definitely. I'm just, I'm just a firm believer in pushing things as hard as hard as possible because you never know what you're truly capable of until you put foot to ass. So I truly, I, I'm a believer of being mediocre until the day you die. And that is where we differ. <laughs> I was going to say something scathing as fuck, but no. <laughs> like so what? What, Ben? That we have different ideas because I, I hate life and I, I'm tired and I just, I want to sleep all day. <laughs> I just want to be a sad memory for people when they find my. Because I, I saw Devin, I was like, man, one day you're gonna walk in here and just gonna see my feet swinging from the chandelier and be like, you son of a bitch, you finally did it. <laughs> Bold of you to assume that you can fucking like. Yeah, we don't have chandeliers, but I don't know where I'd hang myself except from the third balcony. Fucker. That would be even worse. If you no, your second story neighbor, your second story neighbor comes out and sees your fucking feet. Look, God, um, die, I'm pulling a Kratos. I'm coming after your pantheon until I bring you back. Uh, that's also what happened in Hellblade. But <laughs> by the way, I watched this quick animation, Matt, that had me laughing, and I figured I want to show you about it. It was literally... Okay, you've beaten God of War Ragnarok, yes? I've beaten all the God of Wars. Okay, just making sure. So Bad and Resident Evil are my franchises, bud. No, yeah, understand. Okay. So, it was an animation of the scene where Brock, like, finds out that, you know, Tyr ain't all up and up. And literally in the animation, it's just Brock laughing at Odin, who's wearing a Tyr mask. And, all, and he's just like, why are you laughing? We can't beat Odin. He's such a giga-chad. Even I, Tyr, could not. And the mask falls off. And instead of stabbing him, he just pulls out a Glock and shoots him. <laughs> and <laughs> fucking Kratos goes from his like, mm, boy attitude to, Zeus, is this how you fight your battles? <laughs> I don't know. Man, I would love to see someone try to shoot Kratos. No, yeah, like at it would point, totally work. He would die from three shots. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, how many times has Kratos come back from the fucking dead in God of War? Um, like three. I want to say three, yeah. Because and you had to crawl out of hell twice, so <laughs> yeah, shit's fucking goofy. 
And it's even funny because he has a line in God of in the recent God of War where he's like, death can have me when it hurts me. It's like, apparently it hasn't done a good job yet. <laughs> I saw people complaining about how Kratos is like not as I will kill everything right now. I'm like, dude, he's a father, but like if the dialogue between him and fucking his fucking son are like, dude, everything that comes out of Kratos's mouth is like, you can take that to the grave. Like, cause even even in the first God of War, the the 2015 one, you got to take your son out to like shoot. You know, you're trying to get him to kill a deer, and he fucking just he just rushes it, and he's like, "Never take the shot unless you know you have the shot." You're like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> like, you're talking to me right now. <laughs> you can be my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Heck, I even thought, like, Dalton was quoting him one day, because he has a thing where Chase is like, I'm sorry, father, and he literally says, don't be sorry. Yeah, don't be sorry, be better. I was like, oh, Kratos, Kratos says that to Atreus in the first one, and then in Ragnarok, Atreus says it to Kratos, and you're like, god damn it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> to be honest, as a person, if I, was, if I ever take a shortcut, it don't matter what the fuck the shortcut is, the gods will make my life a living fucking hell, and it basically just makes it so much harder for me to do anything. Almost every time. It kind of, it, well, that's what, that's, there's both pros and cons to it. Yeah, you can get something done faster, but in the long run, those shortcuts you take add up, and then you're fucked in the future because you decided not to take the proper steps to properly do it. I learned that a lot with work, man, because when I'm on a crunch time and I need to fucking catalog and picture stuff and get it uploaded so we can have an auction up in time, I have to take shortcuts. Maybe I can't test every fucking appliance. Maybe I can't test this shit. So if I just say, working, looks new, microwave, boom, boom, and I, I didn't test it, and then a week later that person comes back like, hey, this thing doesn't fucking work. I want a refund. All right, well, we just lost fucking 40, 50 bucks. Because now we have to refund them. But it's also like... There's... Diameters and stuff in between of which shortcuts are good and bad. Sometimes you have to just to complete a task. But if you're shortcutting yourself... You're shortcutting your life. Yeah. It's, it's like... Uh, me as a musician... I would fucking love to be famous and play my music everywhere. And I've also been very tempted to sell my soul to the devil. <laughs> because do I know it's a shortcut. I don't want to get there because he he put the place he put the cards in front of me and I just picked the right one. No. I've been working my ass off playing my music. I want to be there because someone sees me for who I am and how how much work I've put into it. Cuz if if you just take the shortcut and go to the top you have none of the foundation or stepping stones to make that a fucking settled place for you to be. It's going to be very short-lived, and it's going to fucking tumble down quicker than you went up. Sorry, I started looking into some uh, recording shit, dude. You've already, I already got have. The... I have shit on fucking... Um... That, that's like two years old, though, dude. I know, but like... God damn it, man. I, I get home from work. I just want to chill. I want to play a game, not think about stuff. Like, I even played guitar today when I came home. Like, my electric guitar. I plugged my amp in and stuff. And since I've been playing piano and ukulele a lot more, like, I'm... 
I can still jam, but like, fuck, man, my fingers need exercise on my guitar to be where they used to be. Cause like, damn it, dude. Good finger exercises. I do, but they're more used to stretching on a piano now instead of playing my guitar as they are. Well, practice on Devin. I do. <laughs> like, be like, sweetie, it's four o'clock. Speaking of which, Matt, tell us about your hate. Oh, wait, we already talked about Hinder. <laughs> Hinder sucks. Buck Cherry sucks. Fucking y'all are going to hate me, but Breaking Benjamin sucks. Fucking bunch of other shit sucks. Cannibal. But I also like shitty music, so. Let's talk about spoiled rotten metalheads. Okay, uh, Matt Wendy. No, it's called gatekeeping, and I am not a gatekeeper. It does piss me off if someone's wearing a fucking shirt and they can't name a song. But, uh, whatever. To be fair, I do agree. If you're gonna have merchandise of a band, you should at least know what you're merchandising. Like, oh yeah? Mm -hmm. You're a fan of that band? Give me your social security number. <laughs> it's it's like... Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, hence why whenever uh, uh, Matt and I started hanging out and shit, and I started and I said that I was a I was a I was a fan of Slipknot, and he was like, name some songs. Right whenever I got to Vermilion, uh, to Vermilion, he's like, okay, you're a fan. Yep, you're a fan. But <laughs> even then, I have people. Oh, I like Slipknot, Psychosocial, yeah, and I'm like, okay, that's it. okay. And then I play uh, old shit, and they're like, "Turn it off." I'm like, "Fuck you!" Like you duality, poser. duality, wait and bleed, pulse of the maggots, people equal shit, the heretic anthem. Yeah, surfacing, fucking spit it out. Like the old shit gets me going. I don't. I haven't even listened to the new shit, but like, even know, before I've, I've I also forget. grown. I've also <laughs> grown a lot. I only think the more later shit I've heard from Slipknot is Sulfur and Psychosocial. That's literally it. But I, I mean, they had a, they had one on their. I think it was the Gray chapter, which was like kind of cool because you could still hear more of like the wiki wikis and like the samples. Mm -hmm. But even yeah. then, they fired Craig. Fucking Joey Jordanson's dead. Like they have a new bait. Like once Paul Gray died, it kind of went. You know, like fuck. Starting to realize if people die in a band, Matt loses interest. <laughs> Well, it kind of happens, man. It's uh, honestly, I can kind of understand why, because with the passing of every band member, their particular style can be emulated, but is not entirely the same. Well, yeah, I've, I was watching this Rush documentary, and whenever, because they used to have a different drummer on the first Rush album, yeah, but then they found Neil Peart. He was just this young fucking teenage kid, and he kind of had his own style and then he ended up taking like lessons to like learn how to be a better drummer so when he came back and was showing all these new skills he had they were like you sound like the same and he, he was pissed at first because he's like what do you mean i got so much better but he's like oh it's my style as myself i've just perfected more pieces of me even though they're still just gonna hear me but as for me i've learned a lot more and can perform it better yeah but one thing I do remember that Ben did, it was a meme I actually found funny. It was a Tom meme where he's reading the book and then he, like, gets angry. And it was for Matt where it said, like, just because a song plays on the radio doesn't mean it's bad. And Matt was getting pissed about it. <laughs> Which I do agree with. You do have that feeling where, like, if not a hipster vibe per se, but if it ever goes on the radio, you're just like, oh, fuck. Well, not even it's the radio's fine. But I heard someone once say... It's French fries. 
because the radio is french fries. Everyone loves french fries. You can eat them up. They're good. You can sing along with them, blah, blah. But there's no substance. Where's the meat? And nine times out of ten, it's 4-4 time and B-flat. Exactly. It's the same shit recycled. You have people that have fucking been producers for fucking 30, 40 fucking years that know how to put four chords together. It's not hard. Make it something different. Put a change in there. Mm-hmm. But even it's like there's even songs that have like one note that just it's it's just done differently. But it's like I'm not saying it's not a good song. It can be catchy, but at some point, like you're shitting in my face by not even trying. Cough, cough, Billie Eilish, cough, cough. And even then, bro, she's got some bangers. I don't like all of her shit at all, not at all. But Connor's just got a hate boner because of the I, whole I get it. people thing. I make fun of Lizzo all the time, and Devin doesn't like that I call her fat all the time. Dude, she's like, fat. She's fat. She got a fucking dumpy though. I was. She has something on Hulu, and I was like, "Oh, look at." She's like, "Just stop!" Like she's wearing a red dress and everything. I'm like, "Man, that red dress is just fucking Spawn's cape because that's the only thing she could fit in." <laughs> Dude, she doesn't like, have a dumpy. She sits cross-legged. She's a dump. No, she's a chicken and dumpling. <laughs> I gotta pee real quick. Alright, by the way, Connor? Yes? This is a fairly recent one. It was made in 2014. Uh, I tagged you in the music section. Later on, give that a listen. You will not be... uh, You will not be disappointed. Okay. Um, I'm just not a huge fan of that kind of metal. (laughs) I like it not, but I just... You know... Let's have our own metal we love in our own respective right. Like for Matt, it's death metal. For Ben, it's industry metal. For Dalton, in- it's metal. Well, industrial metal, yeah, sure. But at the same time, I find myself kind of as an all-rounder, honestly, because I can go from Three Teeth, Static X, and Nine Inch Nails yes, to Nigel's... The one that you go for the most. The one that I go for the most? Honestly... Uh, lately I've been listening to a shit ton of Nigel Stanford, so instrumental. Uh, like Polyphia. Ooh, yeah. dude, Polyphia's fucking good. Whether you like them or hate them, they're fucking talented as fuck. Yeah. Uh, it's just Tim Henson or whatever his name is. He's kind of a prick about it because he he like knows he's a prodigy, which sucks. Jim Henson's dead. I didn't say Jim, his name's Tim. Oh, uh, Tim Henson Jim. or Tim Hansen or something. Wait, Polyphia, like P O L Y H I A. Polyphia. Uh, that video I mentioned of the whole band thing that I blinked accidentally, or I blinked twice accidentally, it actually has Polyphia in there where they're playing this song. It sounds all like nice, instrumental, and calm and collected. And for the part where it's like what it sounds like to someone who hates it, it's literally just the stereotypical elevator music. But no, it's like, they're, they're, I kind of consider math metal. I really don't like math metal because it's too many notes coming constantly all the time. <laughs> it makes your brain smell like quarters. <laughs> it does. To be fair, Matt also just hates math. <laughs> That's why I relate to Gone because when they start adding numbers, you just start seeing smoke come out of his ears and he passes out because he's like, y'all need to stop talking. Yeah, I feel the same. But um, like I was saying before you left, when it comes to us, we have our own variations of metal we like. Matt loves death metal. Ben likes industry metal. Dalton is Norse metal or Viking metal, whatever you want to call Speed it. Speed metal is actually my favorite. Sorry? Speed metal. Oh. Okay. Like, like, yeah, fast, hard-hitting shit. 
Yeah, and they don't have the the grudge like the oh, they have the like the what like really high pitched kind of squeals. And I that I, f I find I mean, there's some of it's done really well, but I find it silly. Like, it, even it, well, even Judas Priest, like if you don't like Painkiller, which is a fantastic song, it's that's like the level of like eh, I'll stick to. Or I mean, even um, King Diamond. Fuck, dude. I can uh, only I imagine his parents listening to him have band practice growing up. These are a lot of I, awesome shortcuts. Uh, I just find it kind of hard to pinpoint my uh, my preference because, like, like they were asking what I was listening or what I would gravitate towards more often, and the one thing I've been gravitating towards is Nigel Stanford. That's anything but metal. Yeah, but um, see, it, it changes. You're constantly changing your shit you know i latch on to I, I was listening to pink louds for fucking mm. like a month and a half and that was some weird like fucking gypsy trans fucking 1920s prohibition music that's like what yeah and then like who knows i can get on to rap for a while i'll just i latch on to stuff man if i'm really into it i'm gonna ride it out as much as i can and get my vibes yeah, I was I, I was just kind of curious as to like, okay, hmm, what is the uh, what is the biggest one? Because like, I mean, y'all fucking know, Matt. You've seen me and uh, like I've jumped in the pit with you and fucking been fucking thrashed out and shit. But at the same time, I'd be jamming out to Breaking Benjamin and shit with Connor and Dalton all the same and like everything in between. Yeah, but they're they're still, I like for me, I'm a walking receptacle of my own watch mojo like top fives no yeah like, but i he, he, i mean because do y'all not have like top three favorite band top five favorite bands that just I, like meant so much to you that you put them up there on the pedestal absolutely like for me I, system of a down the mars volta steam power giraffe the strokes boom that's four always that's my go-to that's it. even if i haven't listened to him in forever i can still go back and be like i fucking love you so much for me, it's uh, hmm, I'm trying to remember the exact order right now. Fuck. For me, it's Kill Switch Engage. No, it's Def Leppard, Kill Switch, Star Set, Breaking Benjamin, and at the top, Queen. And I get very offensive if anyone talks shit about Queen. I love Queen. Like, if you don't like Queen, fuck you. But they still do have some really lame, boring shit as well. I, yeah, I get it. But not all of Queen is good. But I do think there's so much. On like the first couple Queen albums that don't get enough love, yeah. Because like I, I, you know, I got like the greatest hits, which is fine. But as uh, someone who appreciates music, I like to discover their albums. I like to go through the discographies. Yeah, so when you can hear like fucking Ogre Battle, fucking Fairy Fellers Fight or whatever, March of the Black Queen, like there's so much shit that doesn't get enough love because. Everyone wants to listen to Bohemian Rhapsody for the fucking thousandth time, which is still a great song. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody, We Are the Champions, Fat Bottom Girls, um, Don't Stop Me Now. Which are good. Bicycle. Uh, dude, Don't <laughs> Stop Me Now has scientifically been proven to be the happiest song. It always puts people in good moods. Yeah. Uh, my, one of my favorite bands is definitely Sabaton. No, yeah, yes. Sabaton as well. I'll I'll say this Sabaton does have a uh, does have a bit of a bit of a soft spot in my heart but that's mostly because it's history to the tune of metal because I love wartime history and I love metal the instrumentation is fantastic and the and the historic moments that they cover are brutal as shit like 
like it might sound a little on the corny side with regards to how they voice the lyrics and shit but if you actually if you take a look into what was actually going on if you act if you took a moment to grasp the understanding of like what they're trying to paint uh or the picture that they're trying to paint before you there's some fucking gruesome shit ben I cried at Christmas truce. Like I ain't even going. Dude, it is the fall. Oh, I shed tears though. Like when I watched the video, the video helped solidify it. Cause mm-hmm. just seeing them like part and then just the battle begins again. I'm just like Fuck man, they didn't dude, walk, kill each that's other. One, that's so, one of the reasons I appreciated the like Cradle of Filth. Cause a lot of their albums, like Cruelty and the Beast, the one we went to see, yeah, based around Elizabeth Bathory. But yes. also, they have an album called Godspeed on the Devil's Thunder, which is about Gil DeRay, which no one ever talks about. Mm-hmm. And he was a fucking, like, French fucking aristocrat who fought alongside Joan of Arc, and once he saw her burn, decided to devote his life to the devil and sacrifice children in his fucking mansion. Hey, Matt, I gotta say this real quick, since you called out one of my favorite bands, uh, Cradle is, is garbage. Yeah, okay, I'll see you in a pit, bitch. We'll see who's really garbage. Uh, I tried listening to Cradle Filth. I could not. It sounds like a rat trying to squeak out metal. Did you listen to Hallowed Be Thy Name? That's just a cover. The music's good anyway. It was the gateway. I don't expect everyone... Even in the black metal community, Cradle of Filth is like the Walmart of black metal. What? They are. They truly are. If you get if you get down into like fucking nitty gritty fucking backyard fucking alleyway black metal, like that's between for me death metal and black metal, I enjoy them. If you hear shitty death metal, it's just shitty death metal. It's not good. If you hear shitty black metal, that adds to the ambience of what black metal is supposed to be. Speaking of which, Matt, I need to introduce you to the Delgados because you will have a lot in common with them when it comes to music. Well, they sound Mexican, so I'm already on board. <laughs> well, my buddy, well, the first, <laughs> well, the husband is Arsenio Delgado Jr., one of my one of my best friends ever. Uh, whenever I was enlisted, uh, there was also my roommate, and then oh, his roommate. wife, his wife Tina, oh she actually uh, she's a huge fan of Cradle of Filth as well. Fair. So, and she even she even asked, she's like. Oh wait, they actually got some good stuff out. Uh, good stuff out again. So her bar is actually a lot higher than uh, Cradle of Filth when it comes to that genre. Even, even then, like I know I'm still kind of a metal. I will always be a metalhead. But me is almost 32. Like I, I would guess alternative rock. Like once I found like the Strokes, like their vibe and just their melodies they pick. Like anything that's on that scale, I'm all about like i'm yeah. all like i it doesn't i even uh the metalocalypse doomstar requiem which is essentially season five of metalocalypse toki gets kidnapped at the end of season four and it's a one hour long metal opera that is a fucking masterpiece it is mm-hmm. a masterpiece i have cried multiple times watching and listening to it uh, i've caught my wife listening to it in headphones because i heard the dual guitar solo of how Toki got into the band. And it's like, even even Brendan Small, a metal god, essentially, he's like, man, of course I didn't want a whole hour of people screaming at me. That's why I, there's beautiful 
girl voices. It's a whole. It's a fucking opera. It's an opera. It's not just a giant metal concert of everyone yelling. No, of course not. It's it's a beautiful fucking crafted story. Uh, real quick, I hate to interrupt, but I have realized we've gotten way off track. So no, this is the secret fifth topic. Was just talking about music. Well, let's at least spend a minute explaining what we meant about shortcuts. I kind of already did. We already passed that. Yeah, we did. We kind of proceed. Just this is bonus content for the people that stick around long enough. Just call this a journey because we're the Venture Brothers. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, just call this a journey because we won't stop believing. (laughs) Anyway, um, I have one last thing I want to say before if we like sign off for... God damn it, Dalton. (laughs) Anyway, so... Recently, this came up on my feed again for YouTube. It was uh, the Invader Zim movie, the scienti- the not scientifically possible bit. Not scientifically possible. He's just like instantly appears with the dude. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a comment I found, and it basically explains how fast he would have been able. He, sh- he went to do it because remember, he says nobody's excited for the whole world peace day as much as I am. And then a random kid's like, I am. And it says, if you consider that he takes a second to register the man saying, I am, Professor Membrane would have been moving at at least Mach 5 to be able to get to that man before another second passes. The stadium could be the largest known stadium on the planet currently, and someone moving Mach 5 would still be able to cross in that amount of time. What I hope you take away from this is that Professor Membrane quite literally defies science to tell someone that what he thinks is not scientifically possible. Everyone close to Membrane should have had their eardrums blown out, multiple people should be dead, Membrane should be unbelievably bloody, and that man wouldn't have had the reaction time necessary to reel back, meaning Membrane would have killed him as well. In other words, Membrane solos your verse. It's actually kind of funny you say that, Connor, because uh, in real life, uh, sonic booms were used as weapons. The B-1 Lancer is a... Is the uh, only a atom- or is the only supersonic bomber in our inventory, and they used it for low passes, blowing out fucking eardrums and shit. The funny thing is, it's also a move in Pokemon. It does twenty damage flat forever. Nerd! You know that's really cool, but Sabaton has a gaming chair. They what? what? Elder Scrolls Online. But it's like fucking eight hundred dollars. By the way, y'all, I just downloaded the Forspoken demo. Let's see if my computer runs it. <laughs> Speaking of like sound fucking weapons, well, it's not so much a weapon, but I was watching the boys and um, Homelander, the dude who runs the Seven, who's pretty much the shitty version of Superman. Yeah. Uh, the new girl that's running the whole company, Vought. She's like, oh, I have a new member for you know the Seven. And it's this blind guy who's a daredevil ripoff. He's like, oh, so happy to meet you, Homelander. And he's like, okay, so like you have really good hearing. So what if I do this? And he fucking claps his fucking head so his ears bust. He's like, now you're just another fucking crippled person. How dare you think I'm going to let a fucking crippled person in the seven? (laughs) (laughs) Holy crip, it's a crapple. I hate to get topic for that, but uh, I just realized what Erica posted yesterday in... uh, Saber chat. I would recite it because it's a Dr. Seuss picture, but um, my skin tone's a little too bright for that. So, Matt, ah. which one? It's in Saber chat. Oh, okay. I posted it. It's the. Oh, nigga, said the cat with the gat. 
Give me all your shit, or you all getting clapped. Thank you. I don't know why he ta she tagged me specifically. I don't know why he... <laughs> Still funny. But yeah. yeah. I do agree with Matt, though, for the music thing. You know, we all have our personal bits, and there are some things that we don't like getting smack-talked. I mean, I understand to Matt, like, Breaking Benjamin just seems like flat water that doesn't do anything, but... And, and it's not. I guarantee you, you could probably send me some songs that I'm like, that's a good song, but... Only think of maybe two I could do, but the rest you did. It, it like it, it turns into butt rock, which I kind of shut off immediately in my brain when it comes on. It offends me immensely. I have to insult another band of yours. Go for it. Um, Nickelback. <laughs> Damn can... it! I have them tattooed on my chest. Yeah, like... Matt. Fuck you and your love for Nickelback, you faggot. What? You aren't supposed to tell anybody. Oh, so, <laughs> everyone knows now. That video I mentioned, the whole like love versus hate, for the it Nickelback was on there, and it basically plays the song "How You Remind Me." And when it gets to the hate part, it literally just sarcastically says, "Let's be real, nobody hates Nickelback." And I'm just like, I like the I like the memes they've made. Like, look at this giraffe. I love those. <laughs> look at this giraffe. <laughs> it's just him smiling like a fucking idiot. Holds up a hustler. Look at this pornograph. The, the lead singer of Nickelback looks like Owen Wilson if he started a band. It looks like <laughs> Owen Wilson if he had half-made ramen noodles thrown on his head. He looks like Nicolas Cage with ramen hair. Like, wow, I never never made it out as a wise man. Never made it as a poor man, you know, begging. Wow. <laughs> There's actually a YouTuber I watch who's all about fighting games. And around when he was growing up, like, years ago, or like 10 years ago, people kept making jokes that says, why do you look like the lead singer of Nickelback? And you'd be like, shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> he really does. But then he got uh. out. But yeah, um, Dalton, is there a band you take offense to if anyone insults? Uh, Not really, because I know that their, ins their opinions of it do not matter to me. Yeah, for real. I literally go out of my way to find shitty music just because I enjoy it. Death Grips, I know sucks. I know Death Grips sucks, but I fucking love it. Dude, I know Matt, I know the majority of people don't like Cannibal Corpse, but I love it. Dude, yeah. I gotta thank you for Death Grips and Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> thank you for See, but then you get those crazy motherfuckers that are like, this sucks, and I enjoy it. Well, like, like uh, Cannibal Corpse, I can... Like not all of it. I I can't I can't I can't uh, mesh with all of it. But the yeah, 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 yeah. today, Junior. Fuck you. <laughs> this is what happens when you down as much alcohol as I have within the last hour or so. I've been drinking since seven this morning. You're pussy, <laughs> bitch. You oh, haven't had to drive. <laughs> yes, I have. I literally drove to the fucking store today. Oh, to get more. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's good that you don't have a license to drive. And you were Dude, I, everyone I've worked with, I've only worked with two people that actually have license that drive in Austin. You don't need a license to drive. You just you're supposed to. Yeah, I know how to fucking drive. I don't drive like an idiot. I drive like a goddamn grandma and I feel safer driving in Austin than I would in Brownwood. Yeah, oh, because there's more people around and Brownwood cops are trying to fucking find the next big dude who has a whole gram of weed on him. Fair enough. Um, no. I think, like, Death Grips is so bad that it crosses into good, honestly. They're, I, they're like I, a fucking, 
uh, a street team meme of a band. Yeah, it's like you only know them if like you've hunted for something this weird. Literally, like, their second album, they recorded their first album and they were like, hey, we're going to put our next two albums out this year. They recorded one. They had the tour dates and then they didn't show up to the tour. And then the, the fucking uh, company is like, dude, you can't do that. Like, you have to tour on this album. They're like, no, we're putting out two albums. So they said, fuck it. The drummer took a picture of his dick, made that the album cover, and they leaked it for free. And they put their third album out for free. And they got fired. <laughs> and then they've been making music ever since. Because they're like, we told them what we were going to do. This is what we're doing. We don't give a shit. Go fuck yourself. I fucking love that. See, yeah, it's fucking hard. It's punk rock as fuck, bro. But... We- Real quick, I, I, you know, Dalton said he doesn't get offended, but I do know a way we could get him upset. Oh, he's on the phone. Damn it. I was going to say we should play Metallica for him. See, but that's <laughs> not like, I mean, it's not him getting of interest in me. Like, I don't like this. I know, but I will still die on a hill because I get that people like Sad But True from, from Nickelback. But that's I Metallica. That's I know. Metallica. That's what I meant. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But again, what I'm trying to say is, I'll die on a hill because I love the who the who the who version more of Sad But True than Metallica's. Dude, you know how many people have better covers than the originals? I know, but the Beatles twist and shout fucking um, Johnny Cash's version of Hurt is better than the Nine Inch Nails one. Uh, The Beatles version of fucking there was love on a hill, but I never heard it like. Sometimes covers are more famous than the originals. As a matter even, of, uh, as a matter of fact, not to steal your thunder, though, Matt. Um, Bob Dylan made the song. I think it was. What the fuck was it? It wasn't November Rain. It was a different song that. Uh, uh, re- uh, fucking Aerosmith came out. No, 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 no. Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Uh, Guns N' Roses came out with, and everybody thought that, that was the original, but I was like, no, that's a Bob Dylan cover. They seem to take a lot of songs or cover a lot of songs that Bob Dylan did, or maybe that's just me thinking aloud. I don't know. See, Bob I- Dylan's just like is just holding his part of the bargain. He even mentioned it on a on an interview where they're like, "Man, I think it's amazing that you're this old and you're still making music. Like, why is that?" He's like, "Just holding my side of the deal, man. Like, the deal with who?" He's like. The chief? Like, what chief? Yeah, the one in this world and the one after, man. Does he mean Satan? Of course he means Satan! Okay. Why wouldn't he? Satan was the angel of music. He was the instruments. Uh, Did someone post something? Oh, Ben. Yes. The Call of Cthulhu. Trust me. Yeah, that's a solid fucking jam, too, man. It is the most... It's Sorry. an amazing instrumental. It was okay. made in 1987. I fucking I was raised on that shit. Trust yeah, me. As soon as you play it, it goes guy on a buffalo. <laughs> All right, we'll sign us out. I gotta pee again. All right. Well, if you got any, if you got any questions, comments, concerns, bitches, scraps, complaints, if you want to buy some fucking merch from us, then uh, head on over to mementomorns at gmail.com and leave us a fucking message. Uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter at Momentum Morons and check us out there. If you want to check us out on Facebook, 
then uh, check out our Facebook page of Memento Morons. I believe we're actually about to hit 240 people now. Like, we're slowly growing. Freaking climbing the ladders. Fuck yeah. Um, if you feel like getting some freaking analog art pieces and a piece of resistance because he's a speak of all trades and master of one, then hit up my boy, then hit up my boy Matt over here. He is a fucking fantastic analog artiste. And uh, you'll be able to reach him at his Instagram handle at Nosferatu. There's Nasty Energy Drink Furs and Fur, and a dude isn't a fucking dude. Uh, if you want to do some fucking voice, if you want to get some fucking voiceover commissions or something, hit us up again. We got some talented voice uh, uh, voiceover first er, personnel over here, man. Uh, freaking Connor Edward Gary Impey is the fucking e- uh, He's the MVP. <laughs> like no other, no joke. Um, MVP. You're the M- you're the MVP MP man. Like what the fuck? Um. <clears throat> also, also, random ass thought. If you feel like if you feel like fucking ribbing us a little bit, I have an idea for a comedic or for a comedic roast of the podcast. So if you want to shoot us an email, uh, giving us a roast, then uh, just fucking do it. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be hilarious. It, it's gonna be just fucking hilarious the way I have it planned out. It's it's gonna be amazing. Good lord. Oh, it, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, all the bad shit you shouldn't do, we're gonna do. <laughs> oh lord. Anyway, well, from up here, including Dalton, who is uh out right now with a phone call, we bid you. Queefing Queen on YouTube. Fucking son of a bitch! I was so expecting you to say it, do you? God damn it. Damn it, I need to hold off on it then if you expected it. 